who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Listen! Hello and welcome to NBC IGN's Nintendo podcast. I am your host, Casey DeFreitas, and today I'm joined by Zachary Ryan. Hello. Pear Snyder. Hi. And Brian Altano. Hi. We just watched an incredibly long, incredibly dense Nintendo Direct. That's right. But let's talk about the biggest story from that 40-minute presentation. Super Nintendo is coming to Switch. Super Nintendo games are coming to Switch, and now, a bunch of games are coming to Switch. I would like to guide and point everyone to my Twitter account where I correctly <laughs> predicted that Super Nintendo games would be coming to Switch Four today. years ago. That's No, I, we've been talking about this for a long time, but only I got it right by saying that today would be the day that it was announced. So congratulations to me and me alone. So I don't, think you, I don't think you predicted how they'd be coming to Nintendo Online because I was expecting them to now dole them out three at a time every yeah, month like as a reward. Yeah. They're dropping 20 tomorrow, or maybe today if you're listening to this uh, on, a, on a Friday. They're dropping 20 at once. Um, and then what? I mean, yeah, I, I, mean, I, they'll, I they'll trickle out a few Yeah, more I was going to say, month. I assume we'll get a drip feed after this as well. But like the starting lineup here is like pretty hot. Casey, why don't you tell us what we got going on? Do you guys want the whole list? I'll give you guys the whole list. Sure. Uh, Brawl Brothers, Demon's Crest, Joe and Mac 2, Lost in the Tropics, Kirby's Dreamland 3, Star Fox, Super EDF, Earth Defense Force, Super Mario Kart, Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island, Super Puyo Puyo 2, Super Tennis, Breath of Fire, F-Zero, Kirby's Dream Course, Pilot Wings, Stunt Race FX, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, Super Mario World, Super Metroid, Super Soccer, and The Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past. Yeah, there's so a lot of games. There are four tens in there. There are yeah. four tens in yeah. there. And mm-hmm. there's 15 supers. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> if you, if you missed the SNES, that oh was the gosh. big naming convention. Um, no, this is awesome. Uh, we just got news of this. That's obviously going to be something that continues throughout the year. The NES games have been slowly dwindling down to nothing of worth, I would say. Yeah. I'd say we got all the big stuff at the beginning. Now we're just getting one or two. So I think they'll continue giving us one or two a month, add one or two uh, Super Nintendo games a month. The other cool story here was that this is, A, something that's free for people who are already subscribing. Which They're not is, raising the price to yet. Nintendo yet. Switch not right. yeah. I think they will when they start trickling at N64 next. Yeah. Um, and B, that they're making, uh, yeah, definitely. It's happening. Scoops. Scoops will happen. <laughs> yep. You just got to get through these 20 games th- tomorrow. First. Beat them all. Yeah. And then you'll um, unlock Nintendo 64. Oh, and gosh. we were sitting there being like, are they going to make an SNES Joy-Con? Uh, sort of. They're making an SNES Bluetooth controller that you can buy as an exclusive option to Nintendo Switch Online. Show of hands, uh, show of hands on the panel. Who will buy that controller for their SNES games? Now raise your other hand if you uh, don't need it. <laughs> See, there we go. Um, <laughs> I'm going to buy uh, For yeah. audio well, listeners, oh, we all raised every hand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so all of you got the NES 
Control yes. Well, no. there was something. No? I'll put okay. it this way: there was, there was something weird and novel about that because those were technically Joy-Con, so they slid they slid into on. the rails mm-hmm. on the side and uh, had tiny shoulder buttons buried within them, and then could also be used as Bluetooth controllers because you couldn't play it sideways while clipped in because right. that would be the stupidest thing in human history. Um, but the Super <laughs> Nintendo one doesn't have rails that clip into the side because the Super Nintendo uh, shoulder buttons, yeah, are important yeah. and you'd be blocking them off. So this is an actual Bluetooth controller, something that we. We actually haven't seen from them, I believe, since like the ever. Have we seen it ever legally? I, I feel like they did one for the Wii. Maybe oh, it's the, like an Nintendo. Oh god, it, yeah, it might have been like maybe. A Club Nintendo Japanese exclusive type thing. Um, and there's obviously there's companies like Eight Bit though that right. are making knockoff versions for yeah. ages, but roughly the same price. What's notable is like it is it is the exact form factor, and unfortunately in the U.S. the U.S. color scheme, which is hideous. With I, like I love the U.S. color scheme. I really scheme. like it. I'm. Gray and purple? I'm going to pick up the Super Famicom ones, which have the colored buttons. The right. European ones, too. Yeah. And you have when I was, better taste. When I, was for my, when I was 15, I made my entire room be purple and gray. Look, Super Nintendo. Okay. 15 year old girl. I I'm know. not really? here to Aesthetics. argue about like the colors of the controllers, but I will say, like having just spent 10 days in your hometown yep. of Cologne, Germany, and eating your German food, yes. I'm not entirely convinced that you guys have better taste than anybody we, else. The food is delicious and you know it. It's not our fault. You keep on ordering pig parts sure. exclusively. Fair enough. Hope like you had that blood sausage. No, so the controller has the extra little shoulder buttons on it too. Yes. So it has yeah. the big uh, Super NES ones and then it has the little ones in the in the middle. Like shape. the 3DS. And it's available the dual for shoulder buttons. pre-order now for $29.99. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I will do, and there's a limit of four. I think you can order, so they're being a little nicer now. What I like about this lineup is uh, there's uh, some games on here that aren't on the SNES Classic, which is yeah. awesome. Yeah. So like you're getting games mm. like Stunt Race FX, which isn't a great game, but kind of cool from like a collector's perspective. Um, Breath of Fire is an awesome RPG. Demon's super, Crest is a great Super Ghouls and Ghosts. I've never played off. Demon's Crest, yeah. so that's yep. cool. Super Puyo Puyo Two, which I'm sure you're jazzed about. But it's nice because like I was afraid that they would put this collection out or that the drip feed would just be games that I already have yeah. my yeah, SNES yeah, Classic, yeah. which I already have hooked up to my TV like all the so time. So the, the one thing is they have, they've got some Jalico junk in here and like there are games that you probably couldn't release separately and for people to get excited about brawl brothers is not good right okay. streets of rage knockoff and um you know we can we could do with some of the, without some of the others but yeah breath of fire great long rpg uh what's unique about super puyo puyo 2 is that it's um it never came out here so right. it's actually a japan only game that that's getting released uh in in the u.s um and it's uh it was the uh, it was a four player version of uh, Puyo Puyo. So first time uh, from the sixteen bit days that you could use your multi tap to play four players. It's okay. a really good version of the game. Uh, weren't you just talking about EDF uh, on a previous episode? Wasn't that? Weren't you? That wasn't Tom me. About? No, Evil. Oh. Uh, Tom was talking about Evil. <laughs> Different yeah, game I don't entirely. So. Sorry. Out of this entire lineup, I want to know everyone's most. In- favorite game from this lineup. Uh, probably <sighs> Super Mario World or Link to the Past. Yeah, Link to the Past. Those are the easy ones for yeah. me. But, um, but just, I mean, just from Nintendo, Link to the Past, Super Metroid, Mario World, Pilot Wings, F-Zero, F-Zero Kirby's Dream Course, Mario, Mario Yoshi's Island, Super Mario Kart, Star Fox, that's top Kirby's, tier. Yeah. Like they, they're not yeah. going to have a ton left to right. dole out. I mean, you've got your collection with Super Mario Brothers 3 for more Mario, but like, there's not a ton of... These are like the top tier. But you skipped also, both of the Kirby games when you were reading that list just yeah, now. Yeah, Nintendo only going games for AAA. Um, the cool thing is that a lot of these <gasps> games, a lot of these games haven't been portable for a long time on Nintendo handhelds. Sure. So this is pretty awesome. I mean, if you bring your Switch everywhere, then this is yeah. A I really mean, cool thing. Super Metroid was available on uh, 3DS when it got Apology, SNES games. Yeah. Apology Collection. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Super Mario World was on Advance, Game Boy Advance. Yeah. Uh, was it also on 3DS? I can't remember. Yeah, it was also. Part yeah. Of the uh, so yeah, it's awesome that you can take a lot of these on the road. Yeah, I think it's um, Star Fox. It was like, I mean, that game already makes me motion sick. So the idea of playing it in a car seems a little rough. Yeah. But. So the only thing I wished for, and I, obviously they don't have that, was a way to speed up the games. Like Sunrise FX is actually there's a good game at its core, but it's wrecked by the letterboxing and the frame rate. It's just too slow. Yeah. And it's a it's a racing game with the same technology as Star Fox, a polygonal right. racing game with cars with googly eyes. It is. Almost unplayable. While we're nitpicking uh, the UI and such, I would love for them to A, let us do button mapping, which has been a huge problem on the NES mm. Online games, and B, remove the HUD that says what all the buttons do. Yes. Right. Because that's for stupid children. Hopefully. Distracting. Um, 
that also does include a rewind feature, which they conveniently displayed during Super Ghouls and Ghosts, to which yeah. Pear said, that's the game I need rewind for. Yeah. So, oh my God. Yeah, yeah, that game is incredibly tough. It is nice to have those like little features in there, yep. but I agree. Uh, it would be nice. I recently, last night, started playing Final Fantasy VIII on Switch, yep. and the ability to like crank up the speed of which that game plays, or any of those like long RPGs, is like such a blessing. Like yep. That's awesome. I kind of agree with them putting it all out at the same time, because you still need to have the subscription month by month to access these games anyway. Mm-hmm. So now, it has something. It will presumably have something for everyone, right? Yeah. Like, there will wow, be something on this list that makes you want right it. Right there. No, the, the, is that? the sort of perceived value of Nintendo Switch. for everybody. Nintendo Switch Online well, has gotten this better. This is many games. Right? I'm not talking mm-hmm. about one game. Like Gosh. The, the value of this thing for 20 bucks a year has gotten better and better. Nintendo Switch Online, as in playing video games online, has not. Right. So I'm glad that they're doing all this sort of supplemental stuff to you know raise the value of all this. It's a lot of sort of like, oh, look over here, because this is not that great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which is fine, because like if you're there for, for this... Like as a retro player, awesome. If you're there to play games online, it's still what yeah. my, my objection is there's just so much out. There's so many games to play and they're big, beefy games. Yeah. Um, that just Astral Chain, Fire Emblem that just dropped. We've got Damon X Machina um coming and, and more. And then they're dropping these games. I I like for people who have never f- played them, I wish they j- had just gotten like a link to the past to actually like focus on that one game, beat it because it's freaking glorious or Super Metroid. Yeah, I mean, uh, my friend was texting me like as soon as the SNES, SNES games got announced, and she's like, Oh, I never had an SNES. Like, mm-hmm. look at all these games that I can play now. And I was like, You won't. <laughs> like, that's, that's just too thing. many that's games at once. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, let's be honest, nobody's going to play joe and mac and brawl brothers like it's it's the same reason that i have final fantasy 8 on my switch like i probably will never finish that game but it's just nice to know that they're there and that you can play them on the go if you want to i I do think like to your point i'm sorry that it just um to your point about uh snes versus nes classics on uh or games on switch i think that the snes has more better games if that makes sense to you like there yeah. are more games that are of higher caliber than there are on the nes yeah so i'd like to think that that drip feed will be more games of a, a better quality i yeah. will i will agree that the nes has more bad games than the, well i mean that's the to, thing is like to, to, to you know yeah build on top of that uh sure. but i mean also the last thing that i want to know is act razor and chrono trigger win yeah yeah I mean, that, that, that was the one thing there's no square game in there obviously breath of fire i think got distributed by square over here right but published it's a, but it's developed by yeah, capcom. capcom game yeah. in in japan yeah so there's definitely there's your entire like four five six final fantasies and secrets of mana oh, and all of that yes. chrono that trigger rules. is still out there um, yeah. so i I, mm. I mean there is there are still lots of great games but not for there's some good first party games too, but the, we have the four greatest first so party games. Final Square Fantasy VI, and I'm sure Final Fantasy VI is on SNES Classic, That's so correct. there's still hope there as well. I, mean, like I feel the, like Square can just release. This is bad, but they can release these games piecemeal and make a lot yep. more money. They, they will. Yeah, they will. Uh, this and we could speculate about this all day and talk mm-hmm. about Super Nintendo all day, but there are so many other things that came out in that direct, including a bunch of things that are also out now that may prevent people from playing those Super Nintendo. That games. makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. including. Man, I don't even know where to start. Uh, Banjo-Kazooie is available in Smash now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, today. Today. Uh-huh. And they Checking did, uh, if it's updated. Let me see. Yeah, check. Yeah. We're, we're literally recording oh. this immediately after that direct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so Banjo-Kazooie, Sakurai actually talked about Banjo-Kazooie in a follow-up. He did like a secret the direct. direct. Yeah, that, yeah, that was what's like... Which they announced a bunch more stuff in. Yeah. It, it's funny because there was like a whole <laughs> other direct after the director, they're like, we're going to talk about these two games, but then stick around. And it was just like a, an entirely new direct from Sakurai. It was like 20 minutes on what I thought would just be the minutia of the way Banjo and Kazooie yeah. beat people up. And yeah. then it got into a whole bunch of like well, bonus modes and details. Home and run. Costumes. Home run. Home run contest. Contest is back end. as a mode. Last yeah, last big update. Now. Yeah. Um, that was basically, he said it was a thank you for fans for making the game uh, the best-selling game in the franchise history. There's so. like a bajillion costumes coming for your me fighters. Go on. The like, Mystical Ninja is coming. Uh, uh, Sans. Sans. Which uh, is crazy. And it actually, this one, Sans, like, actually looks like Sans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, a, it's the gunner from the me costume, but... Proto yep. Man and Zero from Mega Man. Uh, Team Rocket. Team Rocket from Pokemon. Yeah. yeah, there's just like a bajillion, like, me fighter costumes. They're all 75 cents each, and I will buy them all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and those are available now as well, which is crazy. And we also learned the next character coming with the DLC Fighter Pass, which is Terry Bogard from Fatal Fury. Right. Yeah, which, which is coming so, in November. Which you commented, you, I, I, the entire room at IGN just utterly 
muted. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, the, probably the least, not, not even like. The smallest reaction from our crowd. non I think it was the use I would just, uh, the word. Yeah, I feel like all those smash reveals have been like, whoa, this is yeah. crazy. Yeah. But yeah. this one was like, mm, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. I just never loved that franchise. Me neither, I yeah. I wasn't an SNK kid. And like when I did play some of those fighters, I was like, meh. I respect the decision as like an integral part of video game history, um, but I also don't care. Yeah, uh, I will say maybe my favorite Smash reveal. Oh, the though. reveal trailer! The reveal was, was amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah like it, just in terms of the trailer itself, like the way that they were goofing on it. Like I really yeah. love that. But it's it's. I think we were all expecting. You know, like there was all this speculation that it was going to be uh, like an under-requested female character, mm-hmm. and I think we were all completely misled by like by that Tracer speculation. Or, yeah. Well, also yeah. having yeah. having the the Smash invitation letter fly by several female characters from this game just yeah. for like a guy to be like, "Oh, it's me again." Yeah. It was kind of like, "Well, that's not." But me. what about me? Yeah, the man, the man, <laughs> another man enters the, enters the Smash. Yeah, uh, I was I was kind of disappointed because I. I saw some pictures of some SNS characters. Um, sorry, SNK. Why did I say SNK? SNK. Mm-hmm. Um, SNM characters, including like characters and like using mechs, like female characters and mechs, and some yep. interesting design choices. But again, I'm not a, like a big Fatal Fury fan. Yeah. Yep. So. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. I mean, they weren't kidding when they said it was going to be like a niche character. Mm-hmm. That yeah. But I know uh, Sakurai was is a really big fan. Yeah, yeah, and like I think so. there are plenty of people who would die hard in the fighting game mm-hmm. scene who have all are this very nostalgia for, this. for that franchise and yeah. really excited about this, right? And he's he's earned the right to do what he wants at I this said, point. I said SNS because I'm thinking Sword and Shield because I've been oh, in Monster Hunter no. mode for two um, weeks. But, so, <laughs> probably coming to Smash but, but like, there was an immediate apology after revealing the character. Which oh, really? Was, I missed yeah, that. Which was, don't worry. There will be more DLC characters, like basically saying, "Hey, this 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 pack wasn't it. There's yeah. more so, coming after." There's this still pack. one unannounced with this yeah, with pack, this pack. but that. then there's more. And then there's a whole other thing. Yeah. I don't know if I forget if they specified if that's part of the fighter pass. Or no, it's no, it's, it's, new it's one. a separate pass. Okay. It'll be a separate pass. Yeah, it said so in the like so, uh, little text at the bottom of the screen. But um, that's cool. It's awesome. And like Sakurai closed out the whole Smash segment talking about his his. Uh, his desires to like bring so many game worlds together and how this has never really been achieved in uh, gaming before, like this mm-hmm. many crossovers and stuff. So uh, I'm excited to see who else they could possibly bring in and where else they reach. You know, he put a little yeah. downer on it. He said that we'll probably never have this roster of characters again or yeah. roster this big. Yeah, but Which if they if they'll fine. keep on updating this game every couple of months over the next over the lifespan of the Switch, that that'd be really special. Look, if there's anything keep people going back and playing this game for longer. If there's anything that the upcoming Pokemon game has taught us is that when you leave a bunch of characters behind for the new game, people have no problem. With it. Sure, that's right. Everything will be fine. You will be happy. Um, No, I do want to make a quick shout out to the part in the uh, post direct direct where Sakurai was talking about Banjo-Kazooie and he was like, oh, you can play these. You you can't play this on Nintendo, but you can play it on Xbox. I know I shouldn't say Xbox in a Nintendo presentation, but Xbox. Yeah, that that was was pretty good. And then everyone behind the camera started laughing. Yeah, Yeah. that's like a very sort of unprecedented thing and to have this like frontward facing, essentially corporate PR video, give a shout out to a competitor's platforms. Very interesting. I mean, look, they got... They Their worked friends. with Microsoft to put now. Banjo Kazooie on the platform. They got on Cuphead, in Smash, Ori, Minecraft. Yeah, so that, forgot about Ori's like right around the corner. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I love that. Plenty of time to play that game. Nothing. <laughs> this Nothing else on the horizon. Together. Ridiculous. Yeah. How many games are coming to this platform? I mean, right we now? even have more that is out right now, including um, Super Kirby Clash, which mm-hmm. is like a Kirby boss, boss rush mode. Just download yeah. it. Free to start. Yeah. Okay. Tom Marks stood up and shouted, "Oh, Kirby Monster Hunter!" But I don't know what that means. Why did he it's, say it's that? It's four players versus one big boss. Oh, oh okay. uh, it is. It. His bow tie started spinning. Yeah. it was crazy. <laughs> yeah, he flew into the yeah. flying away. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's cool. I mean, that's it's interesting to see them experiment with like uh, essentially not major, but pretty close to major first party characters in, in free to start games. Stop Kirby. this! <laughs> Pear hates Kirby. I'm just gonna say it. I like I I like Kirby. Nah. And there, there, there have been a lot Kirby. of free to start Kirby. games. I, like I mean, all of those, all of those like prologue <laughs> demos, for example, like Damon X Machina right. is getting one, is a, technically a free to start game. Oninaki did that. Yep. Um, yeah. Octopath Traveler did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dragon Quest. Dragon Quest. Yeah. You can or eleven. I yeah, eleven yeah. yeah. A lot of a lot of games recently have a trail a demo that can be 
transferred into. I mean, mobile. it's yeah. the only way now. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I can't imagine picking up a demo like Dragon Quest, like especially when RPGs are notoriously slow to start. I can't imagine playing a, a ninety-minute to, to two-hour demo and doing then it all over, doing again. it all over again. Yeah. Like, what a waste of time that would be. I'm so glad the progression carries. Because the other option would have been to get you a demo, a demo that drops you into the middle of the game where you can already do more. But then, yeah, that's Pokemon, just confusing. Right? Pokemon Sun and Moon kind of did that, where they just gave you a standalone like 30, mm-hmm. 40 minute demo. I remember a demo for that and game. You, could, um, you were able to unlock a bunch of stuff in the demo. And then over? that transferred into the other one, including Ash Greninja. Um, but anyway. Greninja. <laughs> yeah. So also out today, which I, I am super excited about this. Divinity Original Sin 2 Definitive Edition is coming to Switch. But yeah. the thing I'm most excited about is that there is shared cloud saves from Steam. So That's nuts. Divinity Original How Sin awesome 2, if you're not aware, is like a super awesome Western RPG. Like Baldur's um, like Gate Baldur's kind Gate. of style, yeah. In symmetric, classic RPG. Uh, that team is developing the new Baldur's, Baldur's Gate, Gate game. Larian yeah. Studios. Yeah, Larian Studios. Exactly. So really right super company. cool, like really difficult Western RPG. Really excited to have this on the Switch. It's, it's the game that I easily equated to like D&D in video game form. Mm-hmm. Yep. Dungeons and Dragons in video game form. You like D&D? I know, like what is that? But <laughs> um, this is shocking news. No, yeah. Divinity Original Sin 2 was great. And I think we gave it a 9.8. 9.6. Mm-hmm. 9.6. The, the cloud save okay. Steam thing, you went from being like, oh, yo, cool. I'm glad this game's coming to being like, holy crap. Yeah. Like, because, I will actually play this now. Because I have a Steam save that I never finished. I'm at the very end of the game. And I just hate playing on PC so much that I just haven't oh. wanted to finish wow, it. Wow, that's awesome. My well, PC let's... is awful. Is awful. It's not. It's my fault. I understand. So. <laughs> well, let's see what it looks like. If they do a nice job like, you know, Blizzard did with Diablo. I was this. playing yeah. on PC with the lowest settings possible okay. so it wouldn't crash. It, so I'm oh, sure it'll look, run It will look great switch. for you. Okay. Yep. <laughs> so I'm very much looking forward to this. And um, Deadly Permission 2 also launches today. Yeah. So do we not have Deadly Premonition? Wait, no, the first one launches today, launches. right? Wait, yeah. Yeah. the first one launches today. The first one, today. they announced the second one coming and then the first one drops today. That's right. Deadly Sorry. Premonition is like a really weird... Like almost like Alan Wake style game that is also a ripoff of Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never played it. It's very, very strange. I hear it's Alana <laughs> Pierce's favorite game of all time because she's a very weird lady. But yeah, yeah. I never heard of that. I, Alana Pierce. She used to work here. Yeah, who is that? No, uh, I. <laughs> I didn't know yeah. that that was her favorite game. So that is everything that is out now, which kind of made us go, what? No, because we aren't, weren't able to get any hands-on time with any of it right. before coming on the show to talk to you guys about it. So I hope you've enjoyed it in the last 24 hours. I've been hours. playing under my desk the whole time. Oh, yeah? <laughs> no, it's not true. I don't know, Brian. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> but there are. they also talked about a bunch of other games coming in 2019, including some rumors that have been going around about Overwatch which turned mm-hmm. out to be true. Yeah, we We're found out secret. through a uh, Nintendo Switch case that leaked on Amazon, yeah. which was our first time seeing the Overwatch. And we were like... We talked no, about it a lot last week. Yeah. yeah. So I think this was supposed to cap the presentation. I think this was their one more thing at the Me end. Oh. It got leaked, so they moved it all the way to the front and yep. just dropped you right in. That makes sense. Because the presentation fizzled at the end. Like yeah. you, you could tell there was something missing. And this would have been a really cool surprise if nobody had suspected it. Right. Yeah. Major right. title like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a great that's a game. Obviously, that was our game of the year, right? Casey, you pointed out this so. is out the exact same day as Witcher Three, which yep. is just insane. You got mm-hmm. two ports to choose from. Mm-hmm. Very different. I pick, pick the Witcher Three. Um, both are coming on October fifteenth. <laughs> oh, also, um, did we mention it has motion controls? Oh yeah, that's yep. you can do yeah, this. That's Latoonie. a thing that you can do. You can do the little, really, Latoonie, yeah. Yeah. Huh. I, some some Overwatch players in our office actually seemed very excited about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so, it's, it's it is the superior way to aim. I don't a, know. I've FPS. never I've never. I disagree. Posh. Yeah, I've <sighs> never felt like that. I I thought it was so confusing. I like Splatoon. to use the sticks. You get sh- yeah. shot sticks. a lot in Splatoon and wonder why. I mean, I haven't played Splatoon in like eighteen controls. months because all yeah. of us can aim. Yeah, I haven't yeah. played Overwatch mm-hmm. since two thousand seventeen. Okay, fine. It is better. Play Overwatch infrequently. It's still very good. A lot of people do. So if you haven't played it, it is still a really good game. So if you haven't played it, you should definitely play it on the Switch. Um, Also coming in 2019 is uh, Return of the Oberdin. Uh, Tom gave this a 9.2. This is coming out. Mark's lost his mind when the the black and white dot picture stylings appeared on the screen. This is one of those games last year that he was trying to champion very hard in our Game of the Year uh, awards. Yeah. This is uh, it look, the entire game looks like it was filmed with a Game Boy camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, like really, it's awesome. really cool. It's, 
it's like akin to a point and click adventure, except you like you have free range of motion, but yep. you're basically trying to solve a mystery about what happened to the the Obra Dinn, which is a ship that just mysteriously reappears in a port. Yeah. Um. But supposedly, like the time bending mechanics and stuff, like I, I haven't had an opportunity to play it because I I don't play on PC. But I'm so so stoked that yep. this is coming to Switch because so many people that played it last year in the office were like incredible like i've never played a game yeah. like this and yeah. music the music is amazing in this, in this game too so I, I think people will dig that one yeah and we also finally learned a little bit more about uh working title town from game freak and it's now called little town hero and it's the music is composed by the undertale uh person toby fox that's right and it's coming out on october 16th and yeah i'm kind of i'm surprised there isn't more like fanfare around this game it was kind of treated like all of the other we, ones. i mean we've only seen it what? once before right yeah we haven't mm-hmm. seen it since the direct it's, that was announced it's one of those games that has lingered for a while yeah and like you know game freak they've got a knack for interesting game design whether it's making pokemon games or you know horse racing or what have you yeah. and like we, we i was looking forward to this one so I'm, I'm curious to play it it does kind of strike me as like baby's first rpg it does look a little like I don't think it will be. You gotta you use so? ideas. That's the most. They, I don't have very many of they, those. They so. always have deceptively simple, like, style. Yeah. You know. So let's let's see. I'm okay. interested. Yep. Very interested. And if they get Toby Fox to do music, that you know, it's pretty yeah. cool. It's cute as hell. Yeah. yeah. And we also learned. Speaking of cute, we've also learned that the Link's Awakening Amiibo will let you transfer your dungeons from Switch to Switch. Mm-hmm. So very you can awesome. kind of like how you could save things on your Amiibo with uh, with Smash and bring it with you. Yep. I feel like we haven't talked a lot about that dungeon creator mode on the show, and like it looks super cool. Dornbush just played it at yes. PAX. Yeah. Yeah. If you haven't seen it yet, we posted a video where Jonathan and and Bill from Nintendo play the dungeon creator mode for each other. Very poor performance from both. What? Um, they were terrible. Aww. They kept getting hit. Really? Uh, yeah, maybe they were just nervous. Ryan, where, why weren't you there? Presence. I was supposed to do that video, but I was on vacation. Uh, no, but it, it looks really fun. You can arrange all the <laughs> dungeons. It's the only time anybody's ever cried about being on vacation. I know. It was like, what, what a uh, terrible noise. You, you can arrange the dungeons in any kind of way, connect them, and then you can add modifiers to the stage. Right. So what Jonathan did with one of the uh, with one of the um, dungeons was to add falling bombs from mm-hmm. the top. And like, it actually kind of helped Bill because it took out some of the uh, enemies as well. Oh. But like you, you can do some really fun stuff with this. Yeah, so, this would be cool. So it's not a Zelda maker; it's a Zelda arranger. Um, Close enough. But yeah, yeah, it's pre- pretty it. neat. Yeah. And that amiibo is just game looks great. Even if you too. don't use it for anything, he's such a little. It's a good boy. Yeah, so I buy cool. all the Zelda amiibo. Like I, I don't collect all the amiibo, but I buy the Zelda amiibo, and I'm very stoked for that little okay. guy. That's very cute. We also got Doom sixty four is coming to the Switch on November twenty second this year. Great. I've never played that game. It's good. True fact, uh, no one has. Uh, I have. I, I think I may have reviewed it by IGN when it came out. Uh, yeah, obviously, look, it's like when you step back into classic games, you will sorely miss the ability to look around. You can't aim up and down and all that kind of stuff. Remember that? Yes. And there was a thing, left and right. But like this was a really cool take on doom like the it had this atmospheric like creepy soundtrack it had um they did a lot with uh, with color blending in the graphics so it looked actually way more colorful than any of the other versions of doom uh it's a really good it's it's a beloved great remix of the original doom cool doom 64 joins turok one and two as hmm. weird switch ports i didn't expect to see on in 2019 on switch yeah. Yeah. well and it has ocarina of time or anything 64 hasn't been on a nintendo platform since the n64 it's appeared elsewhere but this is, is the, the number first time 64 yes doom the 64. number 64 has not appeared anywhere <laughs> zachary ryan anyway Sorry. enough about doom let's talk about pokemon oh god <laughs> Wait, you skipped this other one, Rogue Company. That's out in 2020. It was in the wrong category. Oh, sh- I'm sorry. Okay. I totally I threw off your mojo. Skip that one. Rogue yeah. Company yeah. is coming in 2020. I only, I only reminded you because I just wanted to do a goof about how that's all we have to say about that game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that that was a video game that's coming to Nintendo Switch in 2020. Cool. I want to be more excited I, for it, but I just... Well, look, I mean, getting new IP and not just re-releases and established franchises is kind of cool. So let, yeah. let's see what happens. But uh, I'm not excited for it. <laughs> see, you know what we are excited about? Not yet. Curry rice in Pokemon. Oh, God. And the hundred different just types in general, of I'm excited rice. about curry rice. No, honestly, they said curry rice. I'm like, man, I'm really hungry, and I <laughs> could really use some curry rice right now. Mm-hmm. And now I'm here and not eating curry rice. Watching well, our, our whole office was flanked between Casey and Miranda Sanchez just squealing about this this game. It has over a hundred different curry types. You know, the one with the little sausages cut into octopuses or the uh, either one with the little kuroke or the ones with See, the little... Miranda is super excited because you can cook the curry 
And I think one of her favorite passion projects is making recipe and cooking pages for our wikis. Mm-hmm. Oh, they always, yeah, that makes sense. They oh, always okay. end up doing surprisingly well. Like yeah. the cooking page she made for Breath of the Wild, like super well. And it was right. really pretty and she worked really hard on it. You guys you guys were really happy to, over this curry thing and then there was some like pet pet your favorite Pokemon mode or yeah, something? Yeah, so you can, um, you can go to camp the at any time. So I don't... I don't. I wrote the notes. I don't know what was happening. You don't. I it's literally really wrote, funny. I, I have you no idea what's happening. You can camp at any time at Pokemon Camp and hang out with the mons and tickle them and stuff. And I don't know what is happening. That's what uh, I wrote. Yeah. Almost verbatim, Brian Altano <laughs> quote right there. But it looks like it's it's a a feature where you can interact with other trainers as well and interact with other trainers' Pokemon. And one of the things they said is that you're going to want to play with your friends' Pokemon. Hmm. Maybe you'll get something. I don't know. Stop We're all going to let that sit right <laughs> there. Alone. And going to make a dirty joke. Stop I it. know. I know. On. Everyone does. We're that adults. Is, okay. But they showed throwing <laughs> balls and they would fetch the balls. <laughs> my favorite thing, my favorite thing about this. taking notes. My favorite thing about being on this show with Brian specifically is like any time that we both hear something that might be m- misinterpreted as like a little blue. I get a look out of the corner of his eye, like, "Are we gonna do this? Wait, is this what's no. gonna happen?" Dude, you should have. You were you were missed when Casey did the whole episode about the, like the cream, oh, creamy, yeah, the creamy Pokemon that gets yeah. excited. And I I texted you that day because I listened to that episode and like five minutes in, I was like crying, laughing because I could just see his dumb face. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. We started right that here. conversation in the lunchroom, and I was like, "We can't talk about this here, Casey." <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> But speaking of Pokemon you can eat, they also announced a new Pokemon called Poltegeist, which is right here in this teapot. So get it? Poltegeist. You can eat a teapot? Like a a teapot? I think you mean drink. So it's a ghost that is made of tea that hides and possesses hotels, teapots. What the... it's like they're <laughs> really the running out of ideas so over there. You know, the hotel ghost yeah. slimer thing. They also announced a new Pokemon called Cremorant, which is based on the real There's just a bird. The Cormorant, yeah. But, but they showed it, and both Miranda and I were like, oh, it's a it's a bird. It's, it's literally a, a freaking bird. It's just a bird. It's a Cormorant, and it's yeah. got the fish stuck in its beak the whole yes. time. Oh, Poor really? thing. It, is it, is it not the alive? whole time, but um, it has a new, I wrote this down, it has a new ability called something gulp. Gulp missile. Yeah, I don't know how to activate it exactly. Um, I'm gonna leave that, that one there too. That whole, that whole thing, but it, he, I think when he goes underwater or something, he gets a fish and then he can shoot it like a missile at his op- yeah. opponent. Oh, so, so it's like stuck to do. in his throat, like the <laughs> like the cormorant does. <laughs> I just can't, so you guys. We were talking about this. There were there are in the world that cormorant fishers uh-huh. who have the bird on a leash. It's a water bird with a long neck. Yes, and they have a they have a cormorant on a leash and they put a ring around its neck so, so it, can't it can catch a fish for them, but it can't, can't swallow, swallow it. it. So they grab the bird and then pull the fish out. Oh, that so like cruel. That's why this Greek hell. That's why this poor guy's got a fish in his yeah. mouth. All that's time, an yeah. awful yeah. thing to do. Yeah, art so imitating too. life. When I read about they that, they give him one in the book. end, like when he's done with his job, they, he gets a yeah, fish. He really, gets a fish. Yeah. Okay, yeah. it's weird. It's not. The it's worst in his contract. Thing you can do to animals, I guess. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> like force them to fight for your own. Pleasure. Oh yeah, there's that. But you can also uh, customize your trainer with different hairstyles. Oh yeah, you guys were going berserk. That was and another was, weird well, reaction it, from you guys. There was one trainer that like comes running onto the screen when they're talking about character customization and it just looked like Miranda Sanchez. It just, Miranda, it just looked yeah. just like her. It was so funny. You can change the gloves and the hats and the hairs and the shirts. Because well, you such. have um, outerwear as well, which is kind of new and the different variety of characters that they were showing were very different compared mm-hmm. to previous games. Got so it. that's why we we're excited and the fashion in this game looks especially yeah. great. Do you Base, think they'll sell uh, you costumes? Costumes? I hope not. But oh there was God. a shirt. There was a I shirt liked, with an Arcanine on it. I liked all the costume stuff in uh, Sun and Moon quite a bit. Yeah. I thought that was cool. So yep. yeah. And um, we heard. I think it was from from Janet. I don't know. Someone hoping that you could actually see your hairstyle before getting your hair done. Oh. And I said I hope not because that wiki page did very well for us. So nice. you know, keep it hidden until you pay for it. It's mm. fine with me. But <laughs> so that's about all about Pokemon. It was a lot of little things that I guess weren't super big, like nothing that really changes yeah. attitudes. But I'm very glad to see all of the, the customization come back. Yeah. Given characters. that they advertised it as like this direct was going to be about Luigi's Mansion and Pokemon, there wasn't really a ton about Luigi's Mansion. It was just, quick, yeah. Yeah, just a, a new couple of new modes the got variety announced. Variety is awesome yeah. in the game, yeah. Super cool. Yeah. Uh, but then the Pokemon segment, when it was done, I turned to you because, like, as I do with all things Pokemon, I try, try to gauge my interest in it based on your reaction. And you're like, it was fine. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think going into this, I would have... I would have guessed they would have done 15 minutes of new stuff on Pokemon. Me too. Mm-hmm. On Luigi. And then that um, montage at the end or something. 10 minutes yeah. of yeah. Overwatch. So and they kind of just like speed run Zelda and Luigi did a little bit on on uh, Pokemon. And then it was just like almost an E3 size direct. Yeah. Pokemon is out in November. Yes. And at this point, like, I'm good to not see any more of that. Yeah. Like, Same. I'm, I'm cool Same. on that. And yep. like, I hope that they clam it up. I completely agree. What else did we learn about Luigi's Mansion? They showed just the different areas. There's basically it's it's basically like the Tower of Terror, but with yeah. the entire Disneyland in it. Yeah. Um. So it has like a a, a pirate themed restaurant with like a haunted like a haunted shark mm-hmm. and all of that kind of stuff. Uh, just a variety like. One of my issues with these themed games, like same with Super Mario Sunshine, is that the levels all feel the same because you don't have like the snowy mountain. You have everything like in one place. And this game does not suffer from that because they they really mixed it up. All the crazy stuff they put in it. Um, just looks, so stoked for that Looks so yeah. fun to explore. Yeah. And that was something else that Jonathan pretty. Dornbush mm-hmm. was able to go hands-on with co-op when he was in PAX. So also look oh, out nice. for that on IGN.com. And, yeah. and they announced, well, they did announce the eight-player mode, right? <laughs> yeah. So eight-player Luigi's Mansion mode. Multiplayer mayhem, yeah, mm-hmm. so much. Not co-op and but versus crazy. Obviously, like some smaller things that they talked about as well, also coming out this year. Uh, new themes are coming to Tetris 99, and an exclusive mode for people who are good at the game. Yeah, uh, if you've what gotten, does that mean? If you've gotten like first place in one of the hardest modes, you can play this new mode. Which uh, we were looking around and we we're like, no one's done that. And I <laughs> oh, believe no. ta- st- I, somebody said that no one in the office has actually done that yet. Yeah. IGN, we're bad at games. Oh no! Speak for yourself. Don't Brian. isolate that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but they're also making a retail version of this game in case you want to buy it, even uh, though it's September mm-hmm. 6th. free, Yeah, uh, which is Friday. interesting. Um, but it does have paid modes, well, which I paid for. Well, if you don't have Nintendo Switch Online, you either have to get Nintendo Switch Online or buy it. So mm-hmm. uh, if you don't, if you really hate online services. Curious what the price tag is on that sw- that physical version. Probably 20 bucks. Yeah. I guess we'll find out on the 6th, which is in two days. But one day, if you're watching the day it comes out. Um <laughs> Time is a flat circle. <laughs> True. We also learned a little bit more about Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. Um, it has a single player mode, and the whole story is based off how they all get sucked into a game based on the Olympics, which is the most meta thing I've heard. It's very in my Smash life. Brothers. It's yeah. ridiculous, and I love it. Um, yep. They've also you, if, if, showed more of the like eight bit sixteen bit stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say I I have not been interested in this game at all. Um, I haven't been interested in this franchise ever. This is the first time I've kind of perked up and been like, oh, that actually looks really cool. Yeah, yeah Sam so. was so excited about it. He stood up and he's like, whoa, look it at looks- all that. His mustache started spinning around <laughs> yeah. all crazy. Whoa. He flew up into the rafters with Tom. <laughs> Tom was already up we there. We have to stop wearing hey. tiny helicopters to work. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah the, 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 the retro stuff looks really cool. It looks just like classic track and field. I, I really like the juxtaposition of it too. Like I love like 8-bit Mario next to yep. 16-bit Sonic. And like, yeah, I think it's really funny. Really good idea that they did that. They're actually really fun little mini games, and Mm -hmm. I always Mm -hmm. enjoy playing them with friends. Um, Also, like, Brian, yeah, we played that at E3 together. That's right, we did. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was really funny. I also did... I did an interview with the director of the game at E3, which is one of the weirdest interviews I've ever done because I was like, hey, if there's a horse in this game, but Yoshi's also kind of a horse, is that weird? And he was like, I don't want to talk about that. (laughs) So go look that up. You can't talk about... Fake horses riding real horses, Brian. So we're not invited back is what you're saying. No. Oh, no. Okay. No, 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 no. It Thank was you. fine. It was totally right, fine. Right, right. Yeah. So we also he, learned, he laughed a bunch, so. Yep. Good. We also learned Starwise. 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 Star- <laughs> That's my new name, Starwise. Call me that from now on. Star Wars Jedi Outcast 2 comes to Switch on the 24th of September. Yeah, that's awesome. That's uh, that is a classic action game I was not expecting to see on Switch. No. But... As for the theme of our April Fool's video of port everything to Switch, everything is <laughs> everything coming. Everything is coming. Should yeah, we have it's all here. Yeah. April Fool's video. Like, it's, it's amazing how much of that has come, in, yeah. come true so far. Um, yeah, this is a really cool game, so yeah, I'm excited totally. to play it. Yeah, and we also learned about some Assassin's Creed Black Flag and Rogue, I can't talk right now, mm-hmm. uh, are coming to Switch. That's notable because Black Flag is freaking awesome. Yeah. I love that game. I think Odyssey has eclipsed it as my favorite game in the series, but Black Flag has the superior ship combat, pirates and cannon fire and all of that. Um, yeah. It's a really, really good game. I'm, I'm looking forward to replaying it on the go. And Rogue is Rogue is kind of underappreciated, you know. It like took a bunch of stuff from Black Flag, but put it basically in the snow and the icy waters, and yep. you can catch whales. Black Flag is definitely the Assassin's Creed that I think gets some of the most love from the Office. That isn't one of the more modern yeah. Assassin's mm-hmm. Creeds like Odyssey. But um, so that's all in 2019. There's still 
That's so cool. Much. I mean, like, and did you guys expect so all this junk? Oh, hell no. no. That's so crazy. That's cool. Like, I, it's really funny because, first of all, this direct was one of the closer directs that we've seen. You know, like the Nindies direct happened. Well, it's, they're mm-hmm. not called Nindies anymore, but the Nindies direct happened like right before Gamescom. It's only been a couple of weeks, and then we got this full blown like AAA direct. Yeah. Which is like, I love these rapid fire directs where they're just like, and this is coming, and this is coming. Like this we is, get a couple of those every year, and like this, our, all of our news rundown so far too is is essentially negating the montage they threw in the middle yeah. of this thing too. Yeah, we're not. It was all news we knew that. about, but it was just like release dates, release dates. But you knew about them. Yeah. Here they are again. It was just yeah. like this. This is a this I. I wish we could split this library in half with the Wii U because that would have made that life like very different. Um, the amount of like like the droughts we had there versus like what's what we're dealing with now is is kind of amazing. It's it, night and day. Flash floods. And there, I mean, there's still some long rumored games that are not being talked about, which bodes well, hopefully, for the first quarter of next year. Mm-hmm. So, um, 2020 cool. was looking pretty light, especially when comparing it to what 2019 has been. Yeah. Yeah. And we got we got some announcements, but we I didn't expect any 2020 announcements going in because they specifically Nintendo specifically said this was going to be about 2019. Right. They, yeah. Nintendo's got to bring some big guns next year because it's a it's a console transition year. Mm-hmm. Like we will be getting new yeah. consoles, and Nintendo's going to need some top tier games. I out bet there. Breath of the Wild Two is next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. Right? I think I yeah. I bet you Breath of the Wild Two is next holiday to yeah. com, to compete with uh, those other systems. And that Super we Mario like. Sunshine remake. An animal not a, the, not the same magnitude, but I like where your head's at. I think that's going to be a big one for people. Have you seen people still? <laughs> this is my friend Flood. <laughs> they were they were saying since the Gamescom stream had a watermelon in it, that was another clue. For yeah, we sunshine. talked about that at Gamescom, and I still think you're nuts. For no, that, so. it was a different thing. It wasn't just the tweet. It was the Gamescom stream. Like they brought a watermelon out to their live stream. Mm-hmm. It I turns out Nintendo <laughs> fans are insane. But if they present teased, company included, do you think they teased that far ahead? Then I figure they would have teased it for this direct. It's a wonderful summer treat that is also featured heavily in that game. That's definitely coming to Nintendo Switch in 2020. Yeah, Mr. Positivity in over the here. summer. I they love were it. too late for the summer. You'll get it next year. Don't worry. There but they go. did confirm a few things for 2020, yeah. including an HD remake of Trials of Mana. It's coming out April 24th of 2020. That game looked really fun. It looked great. There was a lot of, uh, just like a lot of big boobs in that game. I I was wondering, I saw you It was really weird, yeah. Thinking what word you were going to use. Well, he was looking at you. I was looking at you because I was hoping you were going to back me up. But now I realize that I've painted myself into a corner (laughs) talking about the boobs on a Nintendo show. Goodbye. That's that's really weird. I didn't actually notice any in it. I I didn't either. I didn't notice that at all. I don't know what he's talking about. Have I been desensitized to, to anime boobs? <laughs> Maybe. Yes. No, I think I think Zach's just special. He's got like no bones like, in on Brian that. Brian and stuff. I both like there was one shot in that trailer. Where Brian and I both were like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's like all right, rain it in. Yeah. But that game has not been localized for the states. Yeah. Um. So it is an awesome opportunity for people that uh, have not had a chance to play Trials of Mana, and it, it looks fantastic. Like it looks, it reminds me aesthetically a yeah. lot of uh, Dragon Quest Eleven, the way that those characters have sort of like a plastic. Yeah. Kind of look to them, and um, except the boobs are way bigger. And just to be clear, there's the there's the release of that game in the U.S. localized as part of the collection. Yes, and then there's you're right. The standalone, which is a full fledged. I misspoke. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we also so this is actually a Wii U game, which I didn't know. I completely forgot existed <laughs> until they brought this up. But Tokyo Mirage Session Sharp Fe Encore, so yeah. Fire Emblem Encore, and it is a Shin Megami Tensei and Fire Emblem mashup game that originally came out. In 2015 for the Wii U. Nobody bought it. Andrew Goldfarb and I did. (laughs) Andrew Goldfarb bought it. It looks so. I guess you're a high schooler who is a pop star, but also has a persona who is a Fire Emblem character. Yes. Am I? Yeah. Okay. That's right on there. Yeah. That sounds awesome. That's a walk. (laughs) That sounds really cool. Did you? Were you a big fan? I played. I played for about. Probably a dozen hours you're and into, dropped off. You're into the Persona verse and the Megami Tensei verse. I've actually never played oh, not, a Megami Tensei games. Yeah. yeah, I've only played Persona. Oh, yeah. um, Andrew really loved this game. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was very excited about uh, this game in particular. He championed, and we talked about this game last week because somebody wrote in and, and it said, "Like, hey, do you think now is the time to bring back this? Did we like, say no? Weird niche? No, I said yes. <laughs> yeah. But also, like, obviously, he was right because they've got it, it in the works. It that is the right time. The best day of his life." He did a backflip, yeah. full on. Yeah, yeah. started flying. Like, Whoa! Fi- I mean, Fire Emblem interest is at an all-time high right now. True. So that's a smart game to kind and of Persona interest is at are, an all-time high too. When so. people have finished sipping tea mm-hmm. and yeah. murdering each other, 
But no, I wonder if they're going to add some Fire Emblem Three Houses characters. They said that they were adding a new song, but they didn't really do any, like, they didn't talk about any other additions or fixes, so I wonder if that's, like, the only thing. It's just that... It's not a DX, it's an encore. Encore. But hopefully that's something. Which is a better title than I would have thought that they were going to give it, because it's already called Tokyo Mirage Sessions F.E. Sharp Encore. It's basically... It's actually Japanese. If you you translate that, it it translates to, please don't buy me. It's just (laughs) such a bad title. Yeah. Yeah. This is great because it takes a Game's lot of good, stuff though. that I don't care about and just shoves sure. it together yeah. in one place. I'm trying to think of you a better no title. Heart. Let's all brainstorm titles during the show, and at the end, I'll ask everyone what's sure. the title. Okay. Um, so I'll we also give you have... mine right now. Okay, it's called it? literally anything else. <laughs> uh, Tokyo pop stars and Fire Emblem characters. Sure. Together, finally. Sure. Great. That's awesome. not a, that's not a better title to be completely honest. It's, honestly, I think it might be much worse. I think you're right, Zach. Anyway, we learned some more about Animal Crossing, but it was stuff we already knew about. Yeah, I was talking to Miranda about this because she did some pretty deep dive preview coverage at E3 that she updated our wiki on, and she said the new stuff in this like sort of breakout trailer of like uh, little details of you know moment to moment life in Animal Crossing uh, is that there's wind now which is cool, and that also uh, you can craft more stuff than she thought we could craft, yep. which is kind they, of cool. They kind of doubled down on showing some of the differences to the previous games, that you can put your furniture outside and all of that. The, um, cool, the cool new thing is you can eat an apple, which will then give you the strength to lift an entire tree that you can move anywhere. So instead of chopping but, down a tree and then replanting it somewhere else and waiting three days or going into your yep. system settings and changing the clock, we, cheating, pick, it move it, we pick it up and move it. We didn't get a good sense for how deep the crafting system would be, whether you can actually create a lot of different tools from it, but mm. that would match that whole kind of like st- stranded on an island genre setup. So mm-hmm. You said you weren't crazy about the art in this game. I, there were a couple of shots where I was like, it doesn't look as good as I was hoping for. He it said it looks yeah, bad. It, 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 it looks, looks It looks generic to yeah. me. Like it doesn't, it's as if it doesn't want to commit to a style other than we'll take the previous games and we'll just bend the world just a little bit more. Like yeah. That. It's, yeah. It's definitely clean, which mm-hmm. I appreciate. More, more movement in the leaves and that kind of stuff. So there's definitely a little bit more life to the yeah. plants and everything. Did you want something like hyper-realistic? No, I was, just, I was just hoping it would... I would <laughs> I was hoping it would do a little bit more. It's like a wolf in clothes. He's like, ah. How awful would it? How awful would a hyper realistic Animal Crossing be? It would be terrifying. I, so I bet you do, I don't you want weirdo. A realistic style. I want something playful. Nintendo's done some really cool styles on their games. It would just make collecting the items a little bit more interesting because everything that's, is going to look very similar. That's actually a really interesting point because Nintendo, you know, Zelda is probably the most obvious example, but. Um, even Mario has gone through some like pretty serious iterative changes mm-hmm. in the t- in the style and tone of like the graphic design. Kirby, um, too. Kirby too, Yoshi. yeah. Uh, but uh, Animal Crossing has largely remained the same since the GameCube. Yeah. And all the Animal Crossing games look very similar. So they yeah. just, I mean, they play a little bit more with perspective. But um, it, I, I don't think it looks bad. I was, I just was hoping a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For you don't like Kirby either. Unbelievable. What? Kirby? I, I agree with Pear on this the one. vacuum cleaner? So um, at the very end of the direct, we got one more surprise. And I think you guys called it. I know, it's a surprise. You guys called it. They moved Overwatch to the front. But we got the Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition, which was the 2012 Wii game. And that's coming to Switch in 2020. Yeah. Um, I welcome this because mm-hmm. the only other way to get this, you can, I mean, you can play it on 3DS. But if you want to play it on the Wii, it's like $9. Can you play it on 3DS? Wasn't the 3DS version the, like pretty the 3DS bad? New, the new, the new 3DS. 3DS. New was good. The regular didn't run it. Okay. You got real you can only <laughs> You can only play it on the new 3DS. Oh, that was... I thought there was... Um, I thought we had it was, scores that was, for it. That was that game that yeah. you could only play on the new 3DS. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Oh, I see. That was... Uh, which one was the one? You're thinking of Hyrule Warriors. That was oh, terrible. Oh, that's yeah. what it was. That's what, okay, yeah. right. I don't know right. how, how well yep. this runs on the new 3DS. I, had, I have not played it on the 3DS. Right. Um... <clears throat> Regardless of how it runs on the 3DS, this is an interesting game to have in the Switch pantheon, especially considering the sequels are on Switch. Um, it's it's an interesting announcement. I didn't expect it. It felt too fresh still. Well, so there's a long backstory about this game coming to the States because it mm-hmm. was... it was long delayed before it finally made it to the States yep. and Nintendo fans were kind of like clamoring for it to come to the mm-hmm. Wii originally. Project Rainfall was the name of the the... the 
protest. Yeah. It was basically <laughs> yeah. like, bring it here. So it's a nice bit of history to have on the Switch, uh, but it's also a sort of a weird game to have close a direct where there is like so much like major yeah. announcements and, and big releases coming. Like, and maybe this is a huge release, like a huge deal to a, a sect of fans yeah, of the show. Sure. Like I, we know that there's a ton of fans that were angry at us around Xenoblade when we didn't have a ton to say about it, but it's just a franchise that I've, I've missed, you know? So yeah, yeah look, it's, I mean, it's I, very different from any of the other games on the list here. I personally, know? I would have, if I was them, which I'm not, I would have closed with super NES games online. Yeah, I mean, me too. That's the big one yeah. to be like 20, of the greatest games in Nintendo history are out right, right now. now. Yeah. Like that's the big one. They could have done the, everything is coming to Nintendo. To switch yes. kind of trailer just going like just snap one more one more I hope Zelda, he's Metroid. That's, that's, that's good stuff yeah um but yeah I, I think this is a really welcome surprise and it shows they're dipping into uh into consoles older older than the wii u and mm-hmm. i'm sure we'll see more of that so that was Stoked. all of the news from the 40 minute nintendo direct plus the additional 20 minutes of sakurai talking about smash there was a lot but there's still a little bit more news including one thing, and I understand why you guys didn't say anything because I wasn't here last week, but uh, Pokemon Masters came out last week. For this. We ignored it because you weren't here. We talked a little bit about it at the Gamescom episode. Yeah, yeah. we did, mm-hmm. which is fine. So that's out. That's, that's all, all we're going to say about that that's game. Gonna say Are you playing it. or what? I haven't played it yet. Okay, like I said, I've been I've just Monster Hunter. Okay. Uh, Monster Hunter World Iceborne is out on Friday, and I've been working on the wiki. It's not on Nintendo. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, anyway. Go read un- that wiki. Read that review, too. Yeah, these people work very hard on that. <laughs> um, Untitled Goose Game is launching on September twentieth. Finally, okay. finally, yes. we finally get it get a release date. I hope they that game is more than just a joke. I mean, I hope it's exactly a joke. Yeah, me too. I <laughs> well, hope it's I exactly it, what it looks like. I played like. it a little bit when it was unfinished, and it was just, it was just. Are you sure yes. that wasn't unfinished Swan? Silly. No, it was oh, unfinished boy. Goose Game. <laughs> what? <laughs> it was definitely unfinished Goose Game. Uh, it's 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 a it's a fun little stealth game with just. The, the the joy is all in the interactions between mm-hmm. this hateful goose and the poor farmer. Mm-hmm. He's a little sneaky, ornery goose. He is. <laughs> goose. Yeah. He's going to be a good time. And we also learned that Puzzle Quest HD remaster is coming this month on the Switch. That's beautiful. Man. I wish it was Puzzle Fighter HD. Mm. Well, that was announced like this morning, right? Yeah. Puzzle was, Quest HD. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Should have put that in the direct. Yeah. Why didn't they? And we, uh, I'm going to skip. This yeah. one, but the next one, Reggie is going to teach at Cornell University, mm-hmm. which is kind of crazy. But I've heard of a lot of famous people teaching after Cornell, yeah. That's yeah. not how you be retired. Cornell, you be retired by staying home playing Nintendo Switch. <laughs> yeah, so if you are at Cornell and you uh you are going to attend these lectures, we want to hear from you. Please let us know. We we want a review. I'm very we want a scored review of Reggie's lecture. He will be the, the business school's inaugural leader in residence. So That's he'll so meet with students that lead discussions centered around leadership, conscious capitalism, and service. And his first lecture will be on October 21st, and it's open to the public. Yeah. And remember, so go get in line now. If he does a roll call, do not say your name. That's right. Because he's going to take it. Yeah, the name of his lecture is Not My Problem. <laughs> I was not thinking, my problem. <laughs> I was thinking, uh, I would love that if you said that there was a student who like didn't have his homework. <laughs> um, I was like, man, I really wish we could go see this, but then I realized that's like school you have to get into. Yeah. The first lecture is open to the public. To the public. Oh. I would, oh, free to start? I would love for you to go to a college campus and so like, we yeah. have to send someone. Try to blend in and pretend it, like, like in all those movies where the guy. What's is up, fellow old, kids? But he's like, <laughs> hey guys, you want a burrito? I just have a backwards yeah. hat on. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Nailed it. I think with a little poochy <laughs> name tag. But I know a bunch of stuff dropped with that Nintendo Direct, but there were regularly scheduled games that are also out this week, including mm. Spyro Reignited Trilogy, which is out now. It got an 8.5. Um, have you guys. Played Spyro? No, nope. I played the next one though. Play the next one, River City Girls. Yes, which seems awesome. The uh, teaser trailer for that is awesome, and if you haven't seen it, you should go watch that. And that's yeah. out. So this is River right City now. Ransom. This is yeah. way forward's gender swapped like tribute to River City Ransom, where uh, it takes place in a high school, and the girls get their boyfriends kidnapped, and they're kind of like whatever about it, but also they have it's a good excuse to kick some ass. Um, the art is really awesome. The combat's yeah, the, super fun. It's the like, art looks amazing. The bosses are hard. Like they're legit hard. The you, the first person, like one of the first bosses you fight in this game, is like this like tough as nails like female gym teacher, and she's like 
really burly and kicks her ass a lot. Um, in co-op, it's it's a really good time. Uh, the level layout's a little confusing because it mostly, I'm only in the beginning, but it mostly takes place in a high school, which I was kind of bummed about. Mm. I wanted to start uh, like on a street where you're running around. Um, so I want to get to the part where you can go shopping and buy like cheeseburgers and books and learn new moves. River City Rents is one of my favorite games of all time. So I'm happy this um, this is franch- this franchise is continuing. I want way forward to do a 2D Metroid. Me too. Yeah. Um yeah. That classic 16 Didn't they do didn't they do uh they did didn't Way Forward do Mummy? The mummy. The mummy? Yeah. I mean that's almost mummy. a Metroid game. That mm-hmm. that yeah, we've talked about that on the show yeah. plenty, but like the Mummy remastered, demastered. Mm-hmm. It's called Demastered, yeah. yeah. That game rules. No, they made a Contra game, they made an Aliens game. Um they've done a Yeah, the Aliens game's on yeah. DS, right? Yeah. yeah. Good. That's I wish they would port that to Switch. Yeah, that was more, a great more, game. more. So Tetris ninety nine, and now I realize and remember why you would get the physical copy oh. because the physical copy, which is twenty nine ninety nine, comes with a year of Nintendo Switch. Oh, there right. you go. Um, there. I will say, and I mentioned, almost mentioned this before, but I I paid for DLC for Tetris ninety nine for nine ninety nine to unlock the offline mode. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Which <laughs> See, is yeah. just Tetris. Because I was like, I want to play Tetris on an airplane, and then my oh. brain was like, you already have that in Puyo Puyo Tetris. Oh man! And my other side of my brain was like, doesn't but count. What waste if? money. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I gotta get all the Super NES games. I'm I'm flying to Japan on Monday. And that's a long flight. Yeah. So I'm going to need all that Super NES goodness. Are you oh, yeah. just what do I have, like 24 <laughs> hours of DRM free play? Once are, there I any, are there any additional Japanese games on the no, Japanese No, so the shop? Japanese lineup for... I was expecting there to be some differences. It's all the exact same game. That's cool. Oh. Um, including the Jalicode stuff, uh, like Brawl Brothers. Um, Demon's Blazon is part of it. That's Demon's Crest. Yeah, so... Um, Same so that'll be a whole separate app, mm-hmm. uh, correct, for, for everything? Yeah, so should be. It'll probably be the same deal as the NES. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I'm assuming. Yeah. We're also getting Creature in the Well this week on September yeah. 6th. And you guys mm-hmm. talked about this we last did. week, yeah. right? I've played it's a couple good. more hours of that game. That game was yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, it's really, really fun. fun. Then we also have NBA 2K20, which is also out on September 6th. Haven't played yet. Haven't seen yet. I mean, we saw it in the Same. direct a little bit, the footage. Yeah. Those guys sure are doing hoops out there. Yeah. They- sure are. <laughs> Playing basketball. Yeah, this is this hmm. is probably one of the most ambitious. I have no idea. It's not. I saw in the direct. I'm sorry. I saw in the direct today that those guys are out there really putting the funk on the dunk. No, that yeah. is technical. Yeah. yeah, we're done. Yeah, the hoops are on fire. As <laughs> yeah, that's not okay. Really putting points on the board, getting the ball on the hole. Casey stop goals. <laughs> All right. So, what is everyone playing this week that isn't is very obviously not NBA 2K20? No, I will <laughs> say I'm happy that game's on Switch because that that brings in a different audience, and I want to yeah. see more companies port their big. You know, other console games to, yes. to switch. Yeah. So Even Brian, though I won't put what have you been playing? Uh, mostly River City Girls. And then what else did I play? Astral Chain? A little bit of that. Yeah, yep, that, me is, too. that game is gorgeous. On it's Switch. very pretty, yeah. Man. Yep. Um, I'm, not, I'm not like great at it. I'm, I'm like that with most platinum games. It's not, it's not a skill thing. It's like this is a type of game that you have to have a specific brain for. Yeah. I, I, will, I will admit that I play most platinum games on like easy mode and just button mash my way through it just mm-hmm. to see like the craziness of them. I, I really like Bayonetta, but I've never gotten to the point where I'm good enough to like chain combos together. Right. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, Mitchell Saltzman, who's been on the show before, he was on the, the games kind of episode. Yeah, talking like, about Astral Chain. To- yeah, yep. Totally yep. awesome at these games. Uh, this is totally his jam. I played this game on easy. I think it defaults to like easy or normal, but it nudges you pretty frequently. Yeah, you got to like, change it because the easy mode in this case means you are missing out on like unique control mm-hmm. options. Oh, bummer. And like it's not, it's definitely don't do that. Okay, I haven't started it yet, so yeah, that's good so, advice. Um, it, it nudges you towards easy, which is weird yeah. too, oh, right? Like by playing- default. You're playing Blasphemous as well? Uh, no, I'm about to start it. Ooh. So I have a couple of games that I'm going to play. A uh, couple of, yeah, exactly. We have a couple of games uh, that I'm going to play on the on the plane that I want to get some play time into. But you obviously continuing my <laughs> no. quest in, in Fire Emblem, which is just such a freaking awesome game. Can't say that enough. It's mm-hmm. just really, 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 really good. Yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm still, Casey, you need to. I'm still playing Fire Emblem. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, and then Creature I in the Well, I played I a bunch. I can't take Iceborne outside with me, so sometimes. <laughs> True. And then I'm going to crank through Astral Chain on the on the plane, too. Uh, one of the big games I've been playing is rearranging my library. So okay. It's oh, because yeah. Because oh. this is obviously going to be a problem for literally everyone on Earth. I'm I'm it's right not, there. Yeah. It's, it's I. Pear and I have 400 gig SD so cards. I. Yeah, and I'm, yeah. I'm just constantly like, 
okay, I'm out of space. I like, finally you know. hit a point oh, this year, like earlier this year, where I had to delete. I had to delete something to download Fire Emblem. Yep, that was the first time I've had to delete anything. <laughs> so I bought the cartridge version of Fire Emblem. Ah, for that reason. So, yeah, oh, it's just some of these big games. What did it I'm taste gonna, like? Huh? What did it taste like? I didn't lick no. it. Mm. Yeah, how many? How many gigs is Fire Emblem? thirty? I. Uh, oh. I don't know. I'm I'm confusing it with uh, The Witcher because I know The Witcher is like 32 gigs. Well, I know that Witcher, I might have to get on within a week. I downloaded like Wolfenstein and Assassin's Creed 3, and those were like 23 or 25 each. Yeah. And it was Mm. just like, well, there's a significant portion of this thing. It is Um, 12 gigs. Almost 12, yeah. 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 So I uh, obviously I need what, like a 512 gig, like a terabyte? What what does this thing just start swapping now? Ugh. Just no. walk. Just carry it around with an external hard drive, <laughs> <laughs> or just uh, you just uh, ordered a new switch. You ordered the light. Yeah, start a new Brian. You can become you can. a different Brian. Brian uh, too. Get the Nintendo Online uh, family thing and have a child Brian, like mm. baby Brian. Leave the country. Get a new name. Get a new name. Become a new person. Give you social security <laughs> Girl, number to funny the first mustache. person calls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't have a solution. I was trying okay. to think of a solution. I no, do not have one. And I'm it, no, sorry. It's, it's the solution is to, stuff. is to delete cool. stuff. It's to erase my hoarder <laughs> mentality that says I'm going to play this someday and just re- realize I won't. What I did got, you delete? I ran into this though. Like I was Assassin's playing, I was playing Tiny Metal, and I wanted to compare the new one to the old one, and I was, I wasn't, I didn't have Wi-Fi, and and it wasn't downloaded. Mm-hmm. So it's a pain in the butt when you just want to play that Shit. one game and you're in the Andes Mountains with yeah. internet access. Mm-hmm. That happens. Um, all my games. I've also been playing Fire Emblem. I've also been playing Creature in the Well. Uh, and then I downloaded, like I said earlier, I, I downloaded uh, Final Fantasy VIII last night and played about the first probably hour and a half of that. Um, and you I, love that game. It's, Are you one of it's the one of my favorites who think it's the best it's, one? No, I don't think it's the best one, okay. but it's oh, probably okay. my second favorite behind 12. You, I, It was funny. Oh, you you waited in 12. line to play that at Gamescom, and it was like, oh, this is, this is great because A, this game's out. Uh, in like a week and a half. And B, it's been out for 30 years. Well, yeah, that was, I was waiting in line and then I turned around and saw you and Max waiting for me. I was like, what am I doing? I'll just, <laughs> but uh, it runs, honestly, like Gamescom was a couple weeks ago. It runs better now than it did oh, at really? Gamescom. Yeah. yeah, it looked choppy. It looked choppy. I, I think that like those 32-bit RPGs like that, it's really funny when you've got a static background and then polygonal characters um, because it it makes the characters pop so much more yeah. when it's in HD and they, the character models look great smoothed out. Like, they look awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, the actual issue for me is the CG cutscenes because the CG cutscenes are compressed on the disc mm-hmm. uh, to fit on a PlayStation disc and then on a tube TV they look mostly fine they look really great but when you see that compression blown up into 1080 720 whatever it's much more pixelated and actually the the cg stuff that blew me away as a kid looks significantly worse in this version and that's a bummer because final fantasy 8 was the one where they figured out like how to really tell the story like it's really interesting in the way that like they use a lot of those cg movies Mm -hmm. but it also there's a lot of moments in the game where CG things are happening in the background and you're controlling your polygonal model on the screen. So it's like this cool blend. Right. But it looks like it looks bad. Yeah. In an HD version, which is a bummer, but I highly recommend the game. It's totally weird and totally unique for a final fantasy game and it runs great. So, so it is about time for question block and we only have time for one question. So I'll make it an easy one. Wait, what did you, what are you playing? What am I playing? Just fire emblem. I'm playing monster Monster hunter Hunter. and fire. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Have time for anything else? You know how big those games. Are? Sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, but hey, from Ex- Exequiel Arellano from our Facebook page. Yes, what was your most pleasant surprise from the direct? Um, <sighs> I mean, Super Nintendo's a big one. Yeah, I would say well, the SNES. The Twenty but I, games was a yeah, really cool yeah. surprise. I, I would say the yeah. SNES games, but I don't feel like I was particularly surprised by yeah. that. Okay. Um, probably Je- uh, Star Wars Jedi Outcast 2 just because it's completely out of left field and it, it also opens the doors for a bunch of other vintage Star Wars games to maybe show up mm-hmm. um, so that's interesting let me think about that most pleasant surprise I, I love this stuff when they drop something on you that day so like having Banjo-Kazooie out today makes me look forward to going home mm-hmm. and uh, beating my kids yeah what? 
<laughs> with oh, no. banjo and kazooie. Okay. Yeah. yeah it needs I'm, sure I'm sure they've already down- downloaded the update May- on, on our home switch. Maybe my most pleasant surprise was Divinity Original Sin. Yeah. yeah that's on also a really good one. And like also getting it today. That's really yeah, cool. I just, Divinity Original Sin 2, but because it has the Steam Cloud saves. I really like the pace that. of this direct. I, you know, I've, I felt like it did fizzle towards the end because it go, went through a, a, a montage of games that we already knew about. Yeah, and then it, it tried to kind of recapture that m- m- magic with Xenoblade, Xenoblade at the end. But overall, I thought this was really fun. Yeah, this was too. a really good, successful uh, direct, and I didn't expect this many um, new announcements and this many cool little surprises. Yeah, yeah, oh, this was good. good one. Right before we went in, Tom was like, "Are you excited for today?" And I was like, "I." absolutely love this yeah. the fact that we yeah. have like five or six of these a year at this point and they're just like surprise announced and a day and a half later you're sitting there like with all your friends and you're watching this hour-long presentation of just like your favorite company yeah. launching a bunch of new cool stuff they could it's have, just so cool they could have been bad news and everything like hey your nintendo online is going up by five bucks or you know like uh we're gonna remove all the nes games and now here's this is the year of super nes none of that we can, we're getting 20 super nes games awesome on top of all the stuff you already have yeah Still no Netflix. I'm always yeah. I'm always very excited so to come into to the office to watch these sort of things. Yeah, yeah me too. Like so many of the directs happen early in the morning, mm-hmm. like six a.m. PST, and so obviously we're not going to group up at six yeah. o'clock in the morning. Uh, but I was really excited today to come into the office, and I, I you know messaged the three of you and was like, "Can do we get to watch it together? Like, can we you know yep. sit mm-hmm. down and react to it together?" Which is great. We should someday. We should do a pre and post show with NVC. They you know it was we've done a, that before. It we'll was it. a three p.m. time slot for the show, which is exactly when we record yeah. Nintendo, Nintendo Voice Chat. So we had to actually move it. Yeah. I actually did look into getting it in here to watch, mm-hmm. and we would the only way to do it is to connect it to that. TV. Mm-hmm. So we'd have so to watch it. Also, I just realized we didn't put <laughs> we the logo up oh, no. the whole time. <laughs> well, just imagine. Please, please feel free to Photoshop whatever you'd like back there. Yes. Not whatever you'd like. <laughs> yeah. Something wholesome. The next game's coming None of the to things Switch. We've mentioned earlier. Good lord. Well, that's about all the time we have today for Nintendo Voice Chat. Have fun Photoshopping that TV back there. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish I hadn't said it, to be honest. Yeah. Remember, you can listen to us on your favorite podcasting platform every Thursday at 3 p.m. or on IGN.com or YouTube also on Thursday at 3 p.m. What a world. Thank you so much for... <laughs> <laughs> this is something you said like, to us. So. Mm-hmm. But anyway, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions for Question Block, you can reach us at MVC at IGN.com or you can go to our podcasting forums on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And thank you so much for watching. And remember, this is the only place you can... Get the thing! Good thing. Good thing. Hi, I'm Madigan from Your Angry Neighborhood Feminist, the podcast that explores the world through a personal, intersectional feminist perspective. I bring you two episodes a week. Every Monday, I cover something from a wide variety of topics, covering everything from feminist faves throughout history like Audre Lorde, listener coming out stories, and other hot-button topics like toxic masculinity and the Me Too movement, as well as plenty feminist history, the good and the controversial. And then every Friday, I bring you a mini What's in the News episode to keep you up to date with everything that's going on today in the world. And with over 580 episodes available to you right now, there's plenty of good stuff to listen to. You can listen to Your Angry Neighborhood Feminists wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to rage on. Bye.